Hi everyone, my name is Laura, and you're listening to LF Photospace, a podcast dedicated to all things photography from my perspective. And so tonight we're going to talk a little bit about how to photograph at night. In other words, night photography. And I know that some of you are excited about that and some of you like to specialize in the art of night photography. So alongside an article from Adobe Programming, I will talk a little bit about the differences and some of the experiences that I've had in the past while photographing at night and what equipment works best and maybe even how you can photograph at night with your actual smartphone. So without further ado, we're going to get started. So when the sun goes down, the stars come out, city lights flicker, and how you use your camera always changes. So when we talk about night photography, it's almost like we're talking about the complete opposite of day photography or light photography. Now, according to Adobe, night photography requires extra attention to light and motion. And I definitely agree because there's something about the use of the different dim lights or maybe bright lights because they are artificial and how these are going to affect the motion of those images that you'll be capturing. Now you may want a tripod like I mentioned before and like I've mentioned in the past, perhaps even a special lens with extra zoom or perhaps a wider lens that captures more of that scene that you're trying to capture and also a camera that is capable of increasing your ISO which we also just talked about without degrading your image and the quality of that image. In other words, you want to use a camera or you want to use specific lighting that will not allow your image to become too noisy slash too grainy. Okay, and so that's one thing to consider, but there are several other things to also want to consider. And there's a lot of different things that you can play around with and sometimes even the, the right constraints give you freedom to discover some of the most in, in, interesting images. Sorry, um, it's been a long Sunday and with regard to night photography, um, you definitely want to take on some of these tips because they will make you one of the most interesting night photographers, if not allow you to make some of the most shooting in the dark and very, very successful images can be taken by following just a few minor tips, okay? So once you're ready to go for your night photography, what you wanna do is you wanna sort out your night settings, your night photography settings. And when you're shooting at night, it also means that have to consider shooting in a low light. Whether you're capturing the stars or the lights of the city, you want to make sure that you have enough light on the subject for your camera to register that something is there. So working with the light, making sure that you have enough visibility with the lighting that you're working around so that you're able to capture that image. Now, for nighttime photography, settings are a good place to begin. Why? Because opening up your aperture, slowing down your shutter speed, or controversially fiddling with your ISO 
you know, remember the sensitivity of your digital camera is comparable to film speed in a film camera, okay? So keep that in mind. You can also look for ways to adjust the light on your subject. That's one good way to start. So you can position your subject in the type of lighting that you want to capture. Maybe there's more light on one end than the other, or maybe the center works best for you. You'll be able to determine that, okay? You can also incorporate and add additional tools, like I like to call them, like um, adding a flash or a fill light, or just asking your subject to step forward into the glow of a street lamp. So let's say you're photographing an actual person and there's more lighting in, in and around that individual, you can determine which way you want the light to hit that person, whether it's on the side, whether it's on top of them, whether it's right in front or maybe underneath that brings the light up toward their face or any other different features. So also keep that in mind. Um, a veteran of low light, according to Adobe Programming, by the name of Anthony Pigeon, talks about nighttime shoots, and he suggests that many of today's nighttime photographers can start with a few test shots to establish the optimal shutter speed and find the right white balance, which is basically what we just talked about. He says because it's dark, the image will take longer to register, so make sure you keep that in mind, and that will affect the sensor taking in that light as well as the film if you are using film. And that also means that your shutter speed has to be slower just to get that specific shot. Now, another thing that he suggests that you need is to get a baseline exposure that shows you what you're getting with the ambient light. In other words, he also says that when you find out how far you can go without blowing out the highlights, that will be a cool, for example, neon sign. It could be, you know, you overexposing it, or you can go out with white instead of this cool red or green. You know, depending on what your lighting is, you can work with that until you get your baseline. So experiment with different lighting effects. You can use a flashlight. You can definitely set up, you know, ambient neon lighting, whatever you prefer in order to get you to that baseline and then from then you can expand on how you're going to use the light. Remember, you're not always going to photograph in color unless that's what you want. If you want to make sure you give an effect more or more of a dramatic effect, I should say, you want to consider photographing in color but maybe adjusting to black and white. That also works and it continues to make a great impact on some of the night photography that emphasizes on the most dramatic parts of the subjects being photographed, okay? And you also want to find your light. What you want to do is, you know, because it's night photography, you basically are in some of the best environments to work. Not just because of the lighting, but because it's night, but because unlike the daytime shoots, your light isn't changing. It's basically going to stay pretty much steady. It'll stay pretty much the same throughout the night. So that's also a good advantage. And you have a lot of room for experiment. You want to keep trying things until you feel like you've got it right where you want without having to worry too much about the light that's changing. So 
At night, you know that your intention is to focus on one specific set of lighting as opposed to taking you know, daylight photographs where your light constantly may have the opportunity to change without you being able to control that, okay? Now, you can keep trying things until you feel like you've got it right without worrying about the light changing. This is what Alex Tan, a photographer and art director, suggests to Adobe programs as he's using those techniques to photograph. Um, when you find your consistency as well, that gives you a little time to play, meaning that even though you'll need to start using your slow shutter speeds and perhaps even a wider aperture, because remember, you have less light to work with, but you have the ability to open your lens more so that you are able to grasp as much light as you can. You can evenly lit backdrop. Um, you can you can incorporate that backdrop and make it an even more dramatic effect by working with that experimental backdrop, that experimental lighting. Okay, and when we go back to Pigeon, Anthony Pigeon, he also suggests and recommends that a few ways to explore light in nighttime is through street photography. Okay, he notes that a lot of times you want to use light to define the shape of things or the scale of things. So if you've got light on one part of the building and it just bleeds off so you can't tell where the building ends and the night sky begins, that doesn't look so great. So you want to make sure you find that balance. And also to try and find a way to pop up a little something on the corner of that building so that you're defining that particular edge. And Pigeon continues to also say that that can be enough to create interest, meaning that you can make it so interesting that it actually captures your viewers and they understand what the effects were that you were using. Okay, Sometimes it can be as simple as waiting for a car to stop by and shine its headlines for a second. You know, that just gives you that little edge. And it's different for frames. And it's for a different frame of mind because you definitely have to think about the composition. You have to add things in because you have less to work with, specifically with different dim lights. Okay. You also want to bring a light source and play with light painting. This is super cool because I've tried this too. There are many options that are small and easy to pack. For example, um, you can add on a five second exposure and a shine flashlight over something, you know? You could use your phones and be like, you know, if you count to three, I'm going to paint this little corner of the building. So let's say that you're using your phone camera light and your intention is to create some kind of lighting effect. You were able to do that. You know, if you're shooting digitally, which many of us are doing today, you can immediately check your results, meaning that if it didn't work, you can always just try it again. You can delete it and go ahead and try it again and make it fun. Okay. Another thing that you want to try when you're shooting night photography is to keep your images as sharp as possible. Now you have to keep in mind as well that with longer exposure and a wider aperture, sharp focus on your subject can be tricky. So to avoid any type of specific blur and if your intention is not to capture any blurs, um, definitely you might want to have a little bit more steady 
if you're opening up your aperture or slowing your shutter speed. Shooting at night is a little bit slower of a game, so you definitely want to bring in your tripod and focus on that. I'm using making sure that your tripod gives you that steadiness that you want to capture that type of image and to make sure that it is sharp. And many of the contributors to the Adobe article also state that a lot of people tend to miss the focus at night. Maybe their subjects aren't as sharp as they wanted them to be. And even when they open up to a really wide depth of field, there's not a lot of forgiveness on sharpness. So you have to also worry about that. If your subject moves an inch or two away from your camera, then all of a sudden you go out of range of focus. And that's happened to me too. It's sometimes a specific, just a few steps back means that it, it throws your, your, your actual photo off and the speed and the ISO are completely off just because of that one movement or that misstep. So keep that in mind and try to keep your subject in one steady place, okay? You know, you wanna make sure that you set up your shot carefully. And when you're asking your human subjects to be still, that they can please help to ensure that your image is clear as they stay in one area, as they stay practically motionless. Okay? Um, another thing that you wanna take into account is you want to have the shutter open for anywhere from 10 seconds to a minute and that depends on what you're trying to get so in that time span if the camera moves at all the shot's going to be blurry so you want to make sure that the shutter speed is open at least more than 10 seconds if not a minute so that you're able to grasp as much of the subject or the object that you're photographing as possible without that image turning blurry. And another thing that we want to focus on is to make sure that you prep. You have to bring in a lot of patience and definitely a sense of adventure. And that's number one. Because taking pictures at night does require a little extra precision around your camera settings and a little more preparation than simple daytime snapshots. You'll see that the rewards are great and the nighttime scenes you discover through your lens may surprise you and you may be in awe of what you're capable of capturing. Um, definitely a piece of advice that many of us photographers tend to set off um, or give off before you set off into the dark is that we suggest that the real work is about looking at it as an adventure. So you wanna take a picture, you wanna photograph, you want to make sure that you're looking at this project that you're working on as an adventure. And what makes a compelling or interesting picture versus being more control oriented is the fact that you let go and you let things happen naturally. You need to be certain about the amount of control to come up with that will require for something technical to work. But you know, given the fact that you're working with night photography, you want to embrace the random things that happen. So those are things that may be out of your control that just basically happen to come up as you're photographing, maybe with a different purpose. 
okay you can come up with some cool shots if you're in that mindset so keep that mind open make sure that you wonder make sure that you start photographing whatever you see and then look back go back to your images and see if maybe there's something else there if you continue with that mindset what you will find will be incredible and you will surprise yourself so make sure that you remember that always and keep that in mind and with that we say thank you for listening to us we're back I may be on a little one week in hiatus because my birthday is coming up and I want to blow the roof off the house. Not literally, but maybe spiritually. Um, there's going to be a lot of adventure taking in these two days that I may be able to disconnect. So I wish you guys the best. Please continue to listen to me. Please continue to send us information and options as to what you'd like us to discuss. You're always welcome to write to us via laophotographs at gmail.com or you can send us a DM message on our Instagram page under LF Photo Space so we can talk a little bit more about what you guys like, what you want to hear more about and just general questions, any curious things that come up to you or come with you in order to be able to let us know so that we can focus on talking about those topics. Okay, and so with that we end. Have a great week. Please enjoy your time. Please be safe and give everyone the same respect that you would want for yourself. Thanks, guys. Until next time.